Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 26th of Kislev, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. On November 1st, Israel had an election, and finally, tomorrow, the state of Israel can expect to see Benjamin Netanyahu move ahead as the official prime minister. He has to announce his faction list and also write down who is going to be in what role. Netanyahu asked President Isaac Herzog for an extension of 10 days, 10 days ago. He can technically ask for one more extension of four days to pull this all together, but reporters say he's just about ready and set to go. After Netanyahu will make his proposal, the Knesset or Parliament Plenum or the whole committee will need to approve it, and then the new government can be officially sworn in. The announcement is expected to roll out late Wednesday night and will then need to wait until Monday for the full parliament to assemble, as the assembly days are only Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and this announcement is going out on Wednesday night. Netanyahu only has until Wednesday at midnight to get his list over to President Herzog. The incoming government is in the process of changing three laws, which are meant to help Netanyahu bring certain people into his faction and help him create that list he needs. One is being called the Derry Law because it's meant to help bring Shas Party Chairman Arya Derry into the fold despite his conviction for tax offenses. The other is the Smotrich Law, and that's meant to help the Religious Zionism Party Chairman Betzalel Smotrich to serve in the Defense Ministry and also have responsibility for civilian matters in the West Bank, which is a new pairing of responsibilities, and a law needs to be adjusted in order to make that role happen. Smotrich is known for being less sympathetic to the needs of Palestinians in the West Bank and encouraging Jews to settle there, despite critics with Western mentalities believe such moves only antagonize the Palestinian neighbors. This is surprising. An article is out saying that incoming Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is prepared to switch some items around in his government based on the outcome of polygraph tests he gave to his party representatives. That's a lie detector test, if you weren't sure. This request came after a number of fights broke out internally and some party members accused their colleagues of leaking information about them to the press. Netanyahu's spokesperson admitted today that all of the staff had in fact taken polygraph tests and apparently each one had been speaking the truth. If you're not familiar with Orthodox Judaism, this may be a surprise. A grocery store in the Orthodox neighborhood of Jerusalem called Mea Sharim is now banning women from entering stores on Fridays and right before holidays after 11 a.m., one store is beginning to uphold the band, which was supposed to get off the ground in October, but wasn't respected by shoppers themselves. A sign on the entrance to the shop says, quote, In light of the request of the rabbis of the neighborhood and a large number of our customers, we announce to all our customers the establishment of special times for women and men. End quote. 
The store said they need the public to uphold the new regulation. In the religious world, men and women separate themselves in order to preserve modesty. And while it's not usually done in places like stores, Mea Sharim is a neighborhood known for being extremely orthodox and pushing the boundaries. Gender discrimination in public places is prohibited by law in Israel. We'll see what happens next. The Israel Daily News podcast is running a holiday fundraising campaign. If you send a contribution to help us continue our work, we'll send you a gift box in return from Hasod. Hasod sends custom high-end gift boxes of Israeli artisan crafts and goodies all around the world. And this holiday season, I'm hoping to form new bonds with listeners of the Israel Daily News podcast. I want to get to know you, and I want to send you custom-made boxes. You can make a one-time contribution of $75, $150, $250, or $500 to the Israel Daily News podcast this holiday season. It helps us continue to bring you the Israel Daily News podcast, which is great for us because we love delivering the Israel news to you on the daily and you, in return for your contribution, will get a box or you can send the box to anyone that you want as a gift. The link to get your box is in the show notes. These boxes of Israeli goodies are super awesome. I tasted the teas and the chocolates. I smelled the candles. I looked at the ceramic crafts. I felt the silky scarves. If you get one of these boxes, you're in for a big treat. Trust me. I want to say my listeners are so important to me. I want you to know how much I care when you reach out, when you send messages on Instagram, when you let me know that you're listening, when you, enga- when you let me know that you're listening, when you engage with me about stories and how they made you feel. And I would love to reward you for that and, and send you some nice things from the Holy Land that have been crafted by local artists. And thank you all for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. You can check us out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can buy a box, which I have the link in the show notes, and you can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend, and three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News. As well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Three ancient Torah scrolls have been found after they were stolen last month in Rishon Litzion, which is a city outside of Tel Aviv. The scrolls were in the possession of two brothers in their 30s who have now been arrested. Not only were these Bible scrolls stolen from the synagogue, but the thieves also wreaked havoc on the house of worship, ripping up books and items inside the place. These scrolls, these Torah scrolls, come from Jerba, Tunisia, and are 180 years old, 150 years old, and 79 years old. Yes, if you didn't know that there was a Jewish community in Tunisia, now you know, and a lot of them live in Israel today. These Torah scrolls are of great sentimental and monetary value. The Christians in the house are going to love this story. This one's for you. Soon, the burial cave of Salome, or the midwife of Jesus Christ, is set to be open to the public for viewing. But just in time, archaeologists have actually found a number of priceless artifacts excavated from the site's courtyard. The Israel Antiquities Authority announced it today, so that's Tuesday. The tomb is a Christian pilgrimage site that has been known for centuries 
and is located in the Lachish part of central Israel. The midwife was called to participate in Jesus' birth, and apparently she couldn't believe that she was given the honor of delivering a virgin's baby. Her hand became dry, but it was healed when she held the baby's cradle. That's what the story says. The courtyard is about 4,000 square feet and filled with stone carvings, arches, a mosaic floor, and the remains of a shop where pilgrims are believed to have rented oil lamps to light their way into the cave to make their prayers. The IAA found dozens of such lamps carved with images of pomegranates and geometric shapes. Before it was a Christian holy site, the cave was likely a burial site for wealthy Jewish families. The first room dates back to the second temple time and was built with Jewish burial customs. Though this site has been sacred to Christians for a long time, it has never been open to the public until now. Here's another nice one. Kfar Kama is a city in Israel that has been voted one of the best tourism villages in the world by the United Nations. The village was founded in 1878 by Circassian Muslim refugees fleeing the Russo-Circassian War. Today, Israel's Circassian community makes up 0.05% of the country's total population. Similar to the Druze community, Circassian men also enter the IDF, or the Israel Defense Force draft, just as the rest of the citizens in Israel do. Kfar Kama is considered to be a time capsule of unique architecture, and there's a Circassian Heritage Museum. 136 villages were put forward, and 32 were ultimately recognized. Kfar Kama is a place where you can experience a number of circassian dance performances festivals and loads of opportunity to eat traditional food congratulations on making it into the best tourism villages in the world all right well that is it for today's show today is tuesday december 20th 2022 tel aviv has a low of 12 degrees celsius and a high of 23 degrees that's 54 degrees fahrenheit for the low going up to 73 degrees for the high Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. Today, I have a brand new song for you called Break Me by Mendel Goldman, a Jewish singer from Brooklyn. Thought I'd highlight a local while I'm in town. He says he got bullied a lot when he was younger, and this song tells whoever tries to knock him down that he'll just get up again and come back stronger. He says he dares them to break him. Have a great and productive day. Happy third night of Hanukkah, everyone. I can feel it in my bones. The energies are holding me back. Breaking down